the Butterfly Lady. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Good. On the telephone with us is Chris Enroth. He is the horticulture educator with the U of I Extension Office. Hi, Chris. Good morning. Happy to to be here uh, via telephone. Yes, you've been on the program before with us. Tell us a little bit about what you do, Chris. Oh, certainly. Well, um, uh, currently what's going on, I'm thankful to hear the weather report that we might get a break in the heat. We are putting the final touches on our um, our extension tent that will be at the Farm Progress Show in Decatur next week. So cooler temperatures will be nice. So that's, that's what I'm up to today and why I couldn't be in Monmouth. Well, uh, check us out. We'll be over at Lot 605 with the uh, Illinois Corn Growers Association and Illinois Soybean Association. Excellent. I will stop by. Yes. Okay. Rhonda, we have a big event coming up. We do. We have the ninth annual Monarch Migration Festival held at Lakeside Nature Center in Galesburg. That's on South Lake Story Road. And it is 10 to 3 on Saturday, September 9th. Okay. So what happens with a Monarch Migration Festival? Everything Monarch. Everything Butterfly. Everything Nature. We really have a festival that's free family fun. People come and they want to know more about the facts of the monarch. And they want to know more about the facts of the migration. You know, what is going on with these little tiny butterflies? And do they really go to Mexico? And we can show them and help educate them that yes, they do. Yes, and uh, our Monmouth Rotary Club is very big into the monarch butterflies, has a monarch butterfly station right here at the park. So this is a very big deal to some uh, folks. And, and tell us why. What is so fascinating about the monarch butterfly? Well, it's fascinating that the monarch here in North America migrates south to mountains west of Mexico City for the winter. But anything we do for the monarch butterfly all pollinators, all insects benefit, and therefore the wider wildlife benefits as well. So conservation is a good thing. We need the diversity of plants, and we need the diversity of our insects for our life here. Okay, Chris, you want to tell us more? Sure, and as Rhonda said, just to build off on that, and when we do things to help the monarch butterfly, we are helping out all of our, our wildlife species. And for a lot of us, we want to have uh, full seasons of bloom from spring, summer, into fall. And we can do that and incorporate pollinator plants into our gardens and landscapes uh, to, to include and help uh, boost our, our pollinators as well. So the goals are the same. Pollinators need food all season long. We want flowers all season long. So we can do the same thing together. And the, the key thing is just selecting, you know, you know, fairly high quality uh, pollen and nectar plants that the adults can eat. But then there's also another very important plant that uh, specifically monarch butterflies need, and that's what their caterpillars eat, called milkweed. And that it is a critical plant that that monarchs need in order to lay their eggs. The caterpillar, that's the only plant that it will eat. And, And then that becomes the adult butterfly. But there's more than just the common milkweed that most of uh, you know, us who have grown up here have grown up to love to hate the common milkweed. There are over 24 species of, of milkweed native to Illinois, and they, they all live in different parts of the environment. Yeah, and could one of you describe, it's fascinating, caterpillars to butterflies. Can you describe how that happens? Well, well I, I would, 
I'll go let ahead, Rhonda Chris. take that one. She has a great story <laughs> about, and, and she knows how all the numbers go ahead, and I love how she compares the growth of the monarch butterfly. So Rhonda can explain this beautifully. Okay, Rhonda. <laughs> so there are four life cycle stages for the monarch butterfly. It does go through a complete metamorphosis. Uh, egg, caterpillar, pupa or chrysalis, and then the adult butterfly. And the egg is so tiny that we often have folks come just to find out how they can find an egg. Many people will say, well, boy, I'm going to need reading glasses to find this uh, because the egg is small and it's usually on the bottom of the milkweed leaf. And sadly, milkweed has a sap, milky sap, and any break in the leaf can cause that sap to create a little white bump. And so we'll have people say, well, I've got all these little bumps on here, but it's not the egg. Gotcha. The egg is kind of a football shaped on end it's got ridges to it but it is very tiny and when the caterpillar comes out it's so small it can drown in one drop of water oh wow so um that caterpillar has two weeks to eat and grow and <clears throat> become thousands of times bigger than it was when it was first coming out of that egg isn't that something nature can be so so exhilarating to learn about and you know just to sit back and the older you get, I think, the more you love nature. Is that true? Well, I hope so. But I also hope that the youth will learn to love nature and be outside. Sure. Off the video games, right? <laughs> Just outside. <laughs> Lakeside Nature Center at uh, 1033 South Lake Story Road in Galesburg. September 9th, the 9th Annual Monarch Migration Festival, 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. How did you guys uh, get involved with the U of I? Tell us a little bit about yourself, Rhonda. Well, I became a University of Illinois Master Gardener back in 1996. And then I was introduced to the tagging program through Monarch Watch for Monarch Butterflies. And as a mother of seven, I easily gravitated towards doing something with kids and started taking Monarch Butterflies into classrooms, tagging them in the fall and talking about the migration, helping kids understand that they can do something for monarchs because everyone can do something for our insect population. Okay. Chris, how about you? Uh, well, you know, I, when I started with U of I Extension, I think it was just a week or two after, and, and Rhonda gave me a call, and we went to uh, a monarch training that lasted uh, three days. And, you know, I, I grew up outside um, on a small farm, and but this really opened my eyes up to the natural world around me. Um, that I, I, I paid attention to, I just didn't really understand it. And I think that's, it, it, the more I learned about this and the, the more I wanted to share this with others because the idea of, of sharing knowledge of, of the natural world with our younger generation is important. It's the same importance behind, behind agriculture, behind horticulture. If we don't share that with them, they might not feel that they have any investment in it or they might not care about it as adults. And why would they feel the need to protect it or to ensure that it progresses into future generations? And so the idea that the monarch caterpillar can springboard us into this conversation about, um, you know, in, environmental stewardship um, and it, while still being able to, to promote agriculture and horticulture and all of the things that we use the land for, uh, it's, a, it's an important insect. It has carrying a lot on its wings. And when does the migration usually take place? Well, it takes place in September. And we look at the migration by latitude, 
we know that monarchs have already left Canada, that they are on their way to south. The northern end of Minnesota, Wisconsin, Michigan, those monarchs are also heading south now. Our monarch migration peak is generally the um, 14th here in our area. And so the, having our migration festival on the 9th helps introduce people to what they might see. They might see clusters in a tree. They might see butterflies definitely crossing those east-west roads by going south. They're going to head south. They're going to head southwest. All right. Looking forward to it. Again, this is coming up uh, 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. Uh, next on se September the 9th at uh, Galesburg Lakeside Nature Center. What else would you like people to know? Well, I really want people to know that they can take time to step outside and enjoy what we have here. We uh, Here in the Midwest, we are blessed. And yes, it's been hot this week, but we have seasons. We have so much that they can enjoy. So I hope they will step out and enjoy nature. And if they have questions, the University of Illinois Extension seems to be the best place to get answers. Okay. And you can reserve a time as well at go.illinois.edu backslash, backslash register MMF, which stands, of course, for Monarch Migration Festival. Chris, anything else you want people to know? Hey, I, I am just looking forward to September 9th, uh, where we can we can all gather at Lakeside Nature Center in Galesburg, uh, talk about monarchs. If people have questions about uh, developing pollinator gardens or about monarch butterflies or other, other uh, outdoor uh, interests, stop by, and we're here to answer those questions. Well, thank you both for joining me today. Thank you for having us. Well, thank you very much. It was a pleasure to talk about this upcoming event. That is Chris Enroth. He is a horticulture educator with the U of I Extension, and Rhonda Brady, the butterfly lady, also with the U of I Extension.